0: This is WOMMLP operating at Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. Good evening, it's The Rocket Shop. I'm your host on Proctor. With me tonight is Loud Moon. Hello. Hello, how's it going?
1: Hello.
0: Good. Uh, hot, as I f- think we all are in this yeah. last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's not too bad, though. We're from, we're kind of from
2: down south. Um, we grew up in Arizona, and so this isn't too bad for us.
0: This is, just, this is February for you. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's nothing. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, well, I can see why you moved up. So you're not like just <laughs> cinder blocks now. Um, well, we like to start out with a song. So what have you got for us? All right, cool. Um,
2: we wrote this one about I think four years ago now. Um, she was doing archaeology in New Mexico, and we were like, um, there's a group that went missing called the Desaparecidos, which means the disappeared in Spanish. And uh, we were planning on going to Argentina to go look for these bones and the families that went missing and. Uh, we, we haven't gone yet, um, but we, uh, we wrote a song about Argentina, and we thought, how dreary to write a sad song. And we said, well, if we're going to write a, a song about Argentina, let's make it kind of a happy song. So um, this was one of the first songs that we wrote. This one's called Argentina, and it goes like this.
3: I wake up, I'll be a Jedi on vacation Listen what I'm saying Spend a little time, if we had a little time You and I, you and I, you and I, baby We could get a little crazy So get a little crazy, you such a daisy lady You could be baby, and I'm Patrick Swayze No tiny Darko, or waking up in Reno Though just dirty dancing, yeah, straight So
1: tell me what you're going through Even if your skies aren't blue I'm always here to groove with you Cause I'm your baby Even
3: when I'm crazy Bed bugs, can't sleep, I got the red eye If I ever wake up, I'll be a Jedi On vacation Listen what I'm saying Spend a little time if we had a little time You and I, you and I, you and I, baby We could get a little
1: crazy Hey, let's take a trip to Argentina Down south the life's a little sweeter Spend our days bathing in sun
3: rays Losing our waves in Los Anotes I've it, never seen it, but it sounds nice Picture you and me by the fire dancing beside Shake it up, shake it up all night Shake it, shake, shake, shake it, shake, shake Bed bugs can't sleep, I got the red eye If I ever wake up, I'll be a Jedi Bed bugs, I can't sleep, I can't sleep those red eyes Bed bugs, can't sleep, I got the red eye If I ever wake up, I'll be a Jedi Dead bugs, I can't sleep,
0: I can't sleep, those red eyes. Alright, Loud Moon there with Argentina. So, um... Interesting topic for a song uh, that disappeared. Um, I actually lived in Buenos Aires for uh, about a year, so I heard a little bit about that. Um, folks that were disappeared by the fascist government at the time. Uh, very interesting topic for a song, especially uh, as well. At least the song uh, you say you've not been there before. Why? Why was it this particular issue that kind of kept, captured the imagination?
1: Um, so i was I was in college at the time uh, at UNM, and I was studying I was studying history and archaeology, and I was focused on like Chilean and like Argentinian history and and archaeology. And um I actually majored in like osteology, so identification of bones. so um, i'm really I'm really into that. And then I became a teacher instead, but <laughs> you know, things happen
0: yeah some sure. yeah someday uh, yeah, quite interesting when I think of archaeology I think of, of you know civilization's past uh, whereas this is something that's fairly recent I mean in the last uh, 50 60 years or so right? Mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah because I, I think it mostly happened in the like late 70s and 80s.
0: Yeah is there a, do you tend to write songs around, these kind of these interests that you have is there other songs about archaeology, perhaps, or history, or or various other fascist murders of the last uh, hundred years.
1: <laughs> I don't think uh, necessarily about archaeology. I mean, we we just kind of write about whatever's going on. So whatever whatever we're going through, whatever we're living through,
0: um, yeah. Well, on that note, I mean, you as you mentioned uh, at the top, you. Uh, from uh, Arizona and uh, I read New Mexico as well. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and moved up here in 2020. So I imagine uh, that transition was fairly wild. I mean, we've, it's, the two kind of ecosystems couldn't be too much further away from each other. Is that something that's kind of played into the music that you've been creating?
2: Um, it has. We had both... It was it was wildly different, but it, it's not something that we hadn't experienced before. We've done quite a bit of traveling, and so, um, uh, like, uh, we've been to Ireland, and she's been to Japan, and uh, uh, all over the United States, Mexico, uh, and so coming up here wasn't necessarily like a culture shock to us. It was just a different kind of place to be, and um, so it did... The the last song we're gonna play is actually kind of about how we were feeling when we first moved here. Um, but yeah, it's just whatever's going on. Um, play that now. Whatever, just like whatever we're feeling at the time. You know, um, could be uh, like the next song we're gonna play is called Parking Lot Pie, and uh, she named it that because I had I went to the grocery store and um, I got man I forget to bring bags because that's who I am, and so I get there and um, the lady was like, do you do you need a bag? And I was like, nah. I'm a man I can carry all this and so like I stacked it up and I had the leaning tower of groceries on the way out of the parking lot and there was a pie on the top and it slipped and smashed and I like scooped it up and brought it home and uh I get back up the stairs and she's she's looking at she's like what happened to the pie and I was like I dropped it in the parking lot and she was like oh are we gonna eat it and I was like looks okay, mostly. I was like, well, yeah, we can eat it. And then...
1: It didn't look that bad. And he said that it stayed in the package mostly. Oh, five, so. not,
2: not even a five-second rule in that case. No, yeah. it was. I mean, I was yeah, like, yeah. not going to let any pie go to waste on my watch. But it,
1: it was strawberry rhubarb pie and that's not really a thing in New Mexico. So when we moved up here, I was so excited about that pie, and I've like become slightly obsessed with it, so.
2: We were working on this song about getting older and just playing music because it's what we love to do, and, and uh, it was about like not giving up. And we were like, yeah, we're getting older, but like why would we stop doing this thing that we love? And um, we were, the whole pie incident happened right in the middle, and I, I was like, what do you want to name this song? And she's like, well, what about Parking Lot Pie? And I was like, it's got nothing to do with the song. And she goes, <laughs> yeah. And I said, all right, I'm in. So anyway, the next one that we're going to play is called Parking Lot Pie. And
0: I see. So, so the songs may not necessarily have anything to do with the name that is attached to them. Or,
2: or I mean, yeah. And, and it could be what's going on in our life or maybe what we're feeling. Or, I mean, there's no, there's no structure when we sit down to write songs. It's kind of like, what's on your mind? What's on your mind? Well, I had this idea, and it's that's all it is.
0: So, if uh, uh, correct me if I am wrong, but you, you two are a couple?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. We're, uh, anniversary is tomorrow.
1: It's tomorrow. Oh, congratulations. Our five year anniversary. Five year
0: anniversary. Okay. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, big congratulations. I'm Thank glad you're you on Big Thank Heavy you. World to celebrate, obviously. that's yeah. right? that, I'm sure that was the intention when you were, were first booked. Exactly. Um, as a couple who songwrite and you kind of use this space to kind of say what's in your mind, do you use. Songwriting and collaboration is a way of talking to each other about things that might be harder to talk about or things that maybe subconsciously you have kind of put to the side, maybe not difficult to talk about, but you haven't really, it's not really bubbled up yet.
2: Yeah, absolutely. She'll write a verse. She's like, hey, I wrote this verse. I'm like, what's that supposed to mean? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, oh, nothing. (laughs) No, yeah, it definitely comes up in songwriting, inevitably, I think, um, because we express ourselves through songwriting. And so if we're feeling emotional about something, it it inevitably will come to the surface through lyrics on both of our parts, I would say.
1: Yeah, yeah, we actually, um, we have a song, May. And May is, it's like a very like, personal experience between, like, the two of us. Um, like, we've, we've been trying to have a baby for a while now, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't want to happen. Yeah, so. <laughs> and so, like, that's that's what that song is about, is about just, like, the struggle of, like, really wanting something and not being able to get it. And it's, you know, it's not, it's neither of our faults, but it's just one of those things. And, mm. yeah, it comes out in our music.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: I can definitely sympathise and know my, my sister and her partner went through the same thing for about two and a half years and IVF thankfully came through in the end but it was it was it was quite the strain at the time. Um, so you mentioned that you, you kind of had that conversation a while back about wanting to continue making music, It's what you love doing. Clearly you two love doing it together. Um, what's the background there then? Because obviously that's a continuation of doing this means that there was obviously a, a before. So what was the before? So, um, I won't speak for you. I can
2: speak for myself. I kind of know yours, but you'd explain it better. My musical <laughs> background has been like, mm, I picked up a guitar when I was about 14. I had an old drunk neighbor, uh, who played, he panhandled, that's all he did. And, um, I was just like, I had been in love with music before that. Cause it was, I had a, a pretty screwed up childhood. So it was always an escape for me. I could put the headphones on and just not worry about anything. And, um, Jimmy was his name. I remember Jimmy came home one day and had a a little guitar, like a practice guitar. um, And uh, it wasn't much to speak of, but it kind of got me started. And um, from then, um, uh, I started playing uh, bass guitar and jazz band in high school. And then uh, I went to the Conservatory of Recording Arts and Sciences in in Phoenix and and then um, playing in bands um, my whole life uh, and doing audio engineering and uh, I've been in hard rock bands, and country bands, and I uh, just finished a hip hop project with a buddy of mine a few years ago. So it's always like, I'll finish, I'll, I'll get, I'll get to work, I'll write like an album with friends mostly, and then uh, we'll sit down and record it all, and then I'll move on to like whatever the next project was. This has become a very stable project, which is awesome. It's not something that's you know, I sit down and work on for a couple of years and it's over. It's like, oh, here's a stable thing. That's, that's residual. I, this is fun. I like this a lot.
0: Um, and, and how about, how about yourself?
1: Try. Um, I, I, music has always been part of my life. I was in, you know, elementary band, middle school band. Um, my dad played guitar when I was a kid. So that was, that was a big thing in my life. Um, and he plays guitar now. So I, I, he didn't like stop. Uh, but yeah, I just, I never really did anything with it until we started dating and he was like, hey, you wanna write a song with me? And I was like, yeah, whatever, sure. And yeah, it just, we never stopped writing songs. <laughs> so,
0: It's a sign of a good partner or a good collaborator, at least. So that's, that's Both. fun. Both. Um, and so it's interesting. So you both kind of play different, vastly different genres to what you're playing now, which is kind of like, you know, that folksy, bluesy kind of singer-songwriter style. You said you are in hard rock and hip hop. And um, how did do you do kind of, as a partnership, as collaborators, how do you settle on kind of this specific genre?
2: Uh, it's usually I'm like, hey, I wrote this thing. She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that'll go. I'll just file it away in like some side project. I'm like, all right, that'll be good here. So, no, uh, it's it's a mutual thing. I think um, I think the thing that is really cool and a rule that I like to to live by when you're making art and collaborating with somebody else is like, if the other person says no, then it's off the table. Doesn't matter how much you like it. Like, if she brings something and I go, oh, I don't really like it, that way nothing ends up in the song that neither one of you like, that the, there's only stuff that both of you like. And I think that's a really good way to to approach it. That way there's no, you know, uh, there, you're not listening to a song going, man, I really hate that part. I wish I wouldn't have put that in there because those parts don't exist.
1: Mm. Yeah, well, and it's nice, too, because if he writes something and and I'm just not into it for the Loud Moon thing, he can just do his own thing like he releases music under his just like Jess Jader all the time so he can still take the things that he writes that I'm not into and do what he wants with them and and I mean I don't I don't put out anything myself because that would just probably not go well but <laughs> I'd <laughs> but,
0: listen yeah. I'd listen
1: you'd listen yeah. yeah okay I'm kind
0: of curious on that why, why don't you think it would go well
1: oh well because I like I, I can't play anything that like, I can't play guitar or piano. All I can play is bass and violin. <laughs> so it would be it would be very interesting. Like, there would be no, like, rhythm. Mm.
2: Like
0: skeleton to the song. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah.
1: So, yeah.
0: I just need a drum machine. Right, just, uh, there we go. Yeah. Click the drum machine on and then have at it. I guess that's still collaborating in a way. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I could try that someday. <laughs> I did try to write lo-fi once. That was interesting.
2: I'd still like to hear some lo fi
0: from you. Yeah. Yeah. Good music to study with, anyway.
1: For sure.
0: Um, well, we would love to hear another song. So, what are we up cool. for? Us.
2: Uh, yeah, this one's the parking lot pie song that we were talking about.
3: change the
0: Parking Lot Pie by Loud Moon. So I did notice when I was having a little look at your website, super high production values on the video that you you kind of posted, the the one on the on the front page. Um, and then I also noticed you've got some really great graphics as well for Loud Moon as well as a couple of other projects I'll probably talk to you guys about a bit later. So were these skills that you learnt in order to display your music in this kind of professional? slick fashion or are these skills you've previously had or cultivated that you've kind of married the married with the music that you've got you know in order to try and promote it
1: um so some uh, so actually uh, a lot of our video work was done by a friend so we we did do a lot of work with video and learn a lot about video but i think the videos on our website um are the ones that anthony did
2: anthony marquez yeah i think he's local um yeah we ran into him in saint jay and uh he approached us and was like can i can i please work with you guys and and we were like yeah sure and and uh We had a blast he's that guy as far as his art goes is um that guy in my opinion is a he's a visionary that guy's a genius when it comes to video um he's a magician that's what i call him
1: yeah yeah so he did our video and then as far as like our logo and stuff um so i kind of have had like a basic idea but i i'm not a graphic designer i i've tried i'm not i'm not good enough so we had a, another friend, um, Stephen, uh, yeah. he, Stephen, Gypsy runs, Coast yeah. in St. Johnsbury and he does logos and like t-shirts and um, all that. and so he took my idea and made it into our logo. All
2: right. So. yeah and so gy- Gypsy he's a great artist, got a great clothing line, so I'm gonna plug him real quick. Check out Gypsy Coast. He's awesome.
0: Yeah, so both of these both of these artists uh, have a graphic designer or, or a videographer. Both St. Johnsbury. I thought you guys moved to Burlington. Am I, am I wrong in thinking that? Were you St. Johnsbury? People? We're in St. Johnsbury.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. there we go. Yeah, we've been we've been there for a couple of years. We found uh, we found a little apartment. Housing was a little uh, hard to find when we moved up here, but yeah, we we got an apartment there and we've been there for the last uh, two years now. So.
0: S- so did you do the whole Vermont thing? Come up struggle to find an apartment, get yourself a dog like a poodle or a two a dogs. rottweiler or a two dogs. <laughs> we ha- We, had we actually we,
1: had them yeah. already. No, we actually uh, we rented an apartment that we had never seen. Um, I just found one I think in the newspaper. I was like I pulled up the newspaper in New Mexico and I called and I I told the guy I was like we have two dogs and a cat and we need a place to live. And I'm a teacher, so please help us out. And he was like, okay, yeah. And so he rented us the apartment. And it yeah. was not as nice as I thought it was going to be, but it's <laughs> yeah. fine. And we still live there, so it, it's okay. It's a roof over our heads it for is. sure. Yeah. yeah.
2: We're we're thankful to have it.
0: The story of renting, renting in uh, in Vermont in, in a nutshell right there, actually. Right. Uh, sight unseen and then also never quite as good as you think it's going to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, And so St. Johnsbury, obviously you're uh, in the Northeast Kingdom, although my girlfriend will hate me for saying that because she's from the N.E.K. So like anywhere it's not below Willoughby or sorry, anyone below anywhere below Willoughby is not the Northeast Kingdom, apparently. But yeah, debatable. Um, So, yeah, uh, it seems like you got very much uh, you've 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 got very much embedded into the community there. You've got friends there that are helping out the graphics and helping out the videography. Um, it, is that kind of crossed over to to musical collaboration as well? Or is it kind of just more, you know, you come with the music, some people come with the graphics, some people come with the videography, and kind of see what happens?
2: Mm, um, I, I've, I've kind of brushed a little bit um, musically with some local musicians. There's a guy, M- Mike Sundman out of Littleton. And uh, he's my favorite guitarist on the planet. Um, he's he's a killer. And we caught him. We were playing Littleton First Fridays, and I caught him on the street there. And I said, hey, we got a show uh, uh, on Sunday. Yeah, you want to come sit in with us? And uh, we had never played with him before. And he was just like,
3: eh, send me a message on
2: Facebook, like very reluctantly. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was like, this guy's not going to come hang out with us. And then um, he replied and was like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, let me do it. And so he sat in with us and we've had him, uh, we're gonna have him this Saturday actually at one of our shows. And um, so that he's been influencing our music a little bit, um, just adding killer, killer leads on stuff, which fits right in because like most of my stuff is rhythm and we do the vocal stuff. And to have a killer lead guitarist sit in is is kind of given a new um, kind of uh, direction to what we're doing, which is cool. And uh, there's been some other musicians that I've uh, talked about collaborating with and stuff like that. Nothing in stone yet, but...
1: Well, and and even though we haven't, like, really sat down and played with a lot of other musicians out here, we've made some, like, really great connections, um, like, in in the Northeast Kingdom area and uh, in New Hampshire, like, in the Littleton area. We've made a lot of friends out there and... um,
2: The community's great. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, everybody's been super welcoming. You know, like, the first Fridays, they've had us playing those. They're going to have us opening up for the main stage act on the next one. Like, they're really... They've been really great for us. Yeah,
2: they've... To us. Yeah, and just really good, genuine people. Like, we've had no like famine mentality or competitive nature Mm uh moving up here everyone's very just open arms hey welcome Mm -hmm. cool um come have a good time let how can we help you and that's been such a great great thing about this area we
0: does that kind of is that in contrast to to how it is in in the south is is it is it new mexico was it always kind of like you know you're, you're kind of competing gets the next act that's coming on and, and a little bit backstabby, a little bit like, you know, people badmouthing each other?
2: Uh, I wouldn't say that, but it just wasn't as welcoming.
0: It yeah. was, uh, it's still the Wild West out there. <laughs> yeah. I see. Yeah. Um, have you guys managed to make it up to the uh, dog church? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Saying,
0: Jay, have you married your two dogs or is that weird because no, they're like I mean, brother we, and sister? Or
1: could. I don't know that they would want to be married to each other. We call them brothers, so it might okay. be they might not be into that. I don't know. <laughs> they, might <laughs> they might be. They might be. I don't know. I don't
2: judge. Yeah. I don't judge. Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't know. But, but. We, we have brought them up there. Yeah. It's a cool place.
2: Oh, but they do the three concerts and. Hopefully, we'll be back from Tucson to catch. Hannah Wicklin's going to be up there. She's a killer. I can't wait to see her again live. I caught her here in Burlington, actually, at Higher Ground. She opened for Marcus King. Mm. And I didn't know that he had brought an opener on the road with him. And she stole the show. She blew my mind.
0: From Marcus King, that's uh, that's a pretty difficult act to come before. She's a killer. She's a killer, yeah.
2: Um, And when she got off stage, everybody kind of just picked their jaws up. We were all just like, what (laughs) just happened? And uh, so yeah, she'll be there at the fourteenth, I think. And I want to make that show. Uh, that's something I definitely want to go check out.
1: Maybe bring the dogs. Maybe marry them in the church. <laughs> we'll see. Who knows? You know, make a day. Who knows? It. Who knows what'll
0: happen? It's <laughs> <laughs> so an excuse for a honeymoon. Um, so, have you found your style uh, and approach to music changed since you've come up, or is it you know five years ago you met, uh, or five years ago you know got married, but previous to that you met and it kind of it happened and it worked and that's what it sounded like and, and you just kind of con- you're continuing that to this day or did you notice kind of a shift when you moved uh, because of you know things changing and obviously it's not just like your own know, personal but also globally you did also move it during a pandemic did, so did you see these did you see kind of a noticeable shift in in the way you're approaching or the sound of your songs?
2: I think so. Yeah. And I don't think it, and I'm sure all of those factors are, are factors. Um, but I think the change is inevitable. If you put me in a room, uh, I'm inevitable. Like I, I can't just write the same stuff over and over and over. I'd, 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 I'd drive myself crazy. And so, um, I think that the change is, is sort of something that was bound to happen, but everything that you just mentioned definitely played a factor in some way. And, um, I think we started off very acoustic folk, and um, I think we're much different now.
1: Yeah, well, and also, like, when we started, I didn't play any instruments, really. Um, And then I started playing the violin, and then I started playing the bass, and then the harmonica, too. And so it's just like, yeah, our sound has definitely evolved.
0: evolved. Yeah, Yeah, wow. violin is a really interesting one to pick up first to be it's honest it's really hard <laughs> yeah so i've been told yeah she uh, picked it up i was like hand me that thing let me show you and then i tried to do it i was like no nah, yeah take it back. <laughs> <laughs> uh Yo, yeah, what was the decision what but why violin first that it seems like you're uh you're starting out on the hardest level you know
1: uh, you know i don't think that i knew that it was going to be that hard and i was just like yeah violin like well it's a fiddle like that'll sound really cool and yeah, it was like ridiculously hard. And I'm left-handed too, so I like went on the hunt for all these like left-handed instruments, so that was even more difficult, but <laughs> it's, it's been okay. I mean, I'm figuring it all out.
0: Yeah, I mean, what a fun, fun thing to figure out as well. I mean, as, as projects or puzzles go, this, this seems like a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, well, we would love to hear another song, so what have you got?
2: You wanna do Mayor? or you wanna do County Line? Your choice. Nope. you pick. County Line. Okay. Okay. County. So our new album's like a concept album. Uh, we didn't know it at the time when we were writing it, but we kind of got to the point where we were like, hey, all these all these songs kind of fit together. And we were like, we could make this like a story about like going on like a bank robbing spree, like Bonnie and Clyde. And um, so uh, I got in contact with a buddy of mine, um, Charles Beaver. Uh, he's got like the most classic like frontier sounding voice for a narrator you could possibly imagine and so i said hey if i if i write a bunch of stuff will you record it and send it to me so i can put it on our new record and he was like super happy about it and and um uh, so our album is like narrated our newest album is narrated by charles and it's it he kind of takes you through and, and each chapter is one of the songs and it's about this kind of bank robbing spree um the song we're about to play is called County Line, and it's about just trying to make it to the county line uh, because somebody's bleeding in the car. And anyway, yeah, this is about the first the first time we rob a bank on the album. Um, so yeah, this one's called County Line. It goes like this.
3: Oh. Fly away, you got all the money that you need today You bled all you need to bleed today When you robbed that bank and you drove away They never had a chance with their nice lives Perfect smiles and nine-to-fives My eyes don't lie, don't you cry When I wave my forty-five, reach, flow that sky
2: never wished any harm on anybody's lives on anybody's hearts i swear on my right arm that's true i swear to god and i swear to
3: you the police came in crazy like 40 days of rain and you can't save me but the police came in crazy like 40 days of rain and you can't save Hell that six string, somewhere down in southeast New Mexico.
0: All right, County Line there by Loud Moon. So you were just mentioning before you played County Line that this is going to be part of your new album, Concept Album. Um, so one, it's a new album, which would imply that you've done a few before, or at least one before. And uh, so tell me about uh, kind of the history of your your records and and kind of what you put out, and then how does this one differ to the last ones, and and what did you kind of change up?
2: So the first one we did in in New Mexico, um, minus one song, the last song we're gonna play for you. it was recorded in an old pig barn and um it was recorded on um like an old um inbox it was the inbox two it had two interfaces old digi design thing that i had from from college and uh,
1: you yeah. can hear the crickets and the barn in the back. Which
2: we did accentuate on one yeah. of the tracks just to kind of give it a, a good feeling. And we actually pulled those crickets from the original album and, and we brought them into one of the songs on the new album as well. Mm-hmm. So the crickets are kind of a reoccurring thing, um, which was a happy accident. But yeah, it was more folky, the first album. And you can tell, I go back and listen to it and, and I can hear the progression. It, so- it sounds very amateur to me when I go back and I listen to it. I'm I oh man it's cool because we've come, you know, a ways now. And, uh, so the first one definitely had a different feel. Um, the second one, I went, we tried to stay a little bit more true to the acoustic sound with the first one. And the second one I went all out. I, I, I did live drums and added lead guitar parts. And, um, I mean, every track is very full and has, you know, lead guitar. And then the, the narrator in between really um, gives the entire album a different feel. Um, so the, the first album is a little bit more amateur, more acoustic, and then the new album is, um, I would say, a lot more energy, a lot more uh, rock, and and more complex as far as instruments goes.
0: So you you made the decision to put a narrator in between tracks, and that's to, to kind of pull that story along then?
2: Yeah, it's, it's the stitching between the songs, because Originally, the songs didn't have anything to do with each other, and then we said, "Wow, well, they kind of do actually. Think about this like this." And I and we started, so we kind of talked about it, and I said, "What if?" what if there's something to tie them together, like a narrator? And, and she was like, okay, cool. So um, we sat late night with, you know, on the computer, typing up the narration parts, and I'd read stuff to her. What do you think about this? Nah, delete that line, put this in there. How does that sound? And then we'd read it back, and okay, yeah. And then f- when we had the, the narration parts final, then, I, then that's when I started looking for a narrator, and I got Charles, and, and uh, so yeah, it stitches the story together. And, um, so, and, and it's pretty easy to follow. Uh, it's it's it was a good time putting that album together. I'd never done anything like that before, and it, and I think it's very unique.
0: Is is the album soon to come out? I'm guessing it sounds like you kind of you done it just with the recording at least. We actually,
1: yeah, we released it in April, and we we did this like crazy treasure hunt in St. Johnsbury, oh, where right. we like we buried. Treasure, and we made treasure maps, and like we had this this big thing. It was super fun.
2: Yeah, we put QR codes all around St. Johnsbury, and we took like a hundred dollars in the gold coins, like the the gold dollar coins. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. We got this old treasure chest, and we put a bunch of like semi precious stones, like pearls, and and all kinds of um, you know just like different gems in there. And we got the coins, and we actually went out and buried it, and then we put QR codes all around town. And, um,
1: it was supposed to be like the money left over from the banks that we robbed. Because we
2: burn, in the story, we burn most yeah. of the money. That's the line in Parking Lot Pie. It wasn't about the money. It was always just you and me. Mm. So in the story, we robbed the banks, but it's not for the money. We're just doing it for the adventure.
0: I see. Yeah. Uh, did you have a lot of uh, participation uh, with the treasure hunt? I mean, obviously cash price at the end of it always helps. But also burying treasure in, in April. I mean, I imagine that ground was rock hard. It was it was wet. I think when, we,
2: when it was, we yeah
1: it was very wet when we went and buried it. We yeah. caught
2: it on a day when it had warmed up mm-hmm. strategically enough, and then and then we were able to like dig the ground up and. Uh, yeah, but it's a lot different up here than it is down south. The soil is mostly just granite. And we were Yeah. yeah so we, we actually yeah. we were like, that's the spot. And then we were like, no, no, that's like, not no. the spot. Yeah. Like that's the spot.
1: We were like, that's deep enough. That's that's plenty deep. Yeah. Yeah. It was good though. Yeah, yeah
2: we had I think um so when you signed up for the treasure hunt, there were, you had to agree to terms and service conditions. So like if you broke your leg or got hit by a car, you couldn't sue us and right. um, there were I think I was tracking it on my phone through the sign-up form, and I think there was about a little over sixty people that were on the hunt. And we tried to get the community involved. There's places that we really like in Saint Jay um, that we go to all the time. There's a there's a new bakery boule, it's a French bakery, and um, they're 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 killers. Like the, the pastries are amazing, everything there is amazing. And so we one of our clues was you know to go in. They all rhymed. I can't remember what the rhyme was, but it was like go in and order something from the album, but that's not on the menu. So you had to go in and order. It's like a riddle. You go in and you have to order. Hey, can I get the parking lot pie? Mm. And then we had talked to all the businesses and Um, they would pull a QR code out from under the register and they would let the person scan it. So um, we tried to get people in the businesses, like the distillery, we had one in there. We had a QR code in the kingdom tap room. and so. But we also
1: had them just like in just like cool places. Like we had one, uh, there's like this bridge under a bridge under another bridge and we put one down there. And um, the honking tunnel in St. Jay is like, it's kind of like a cool, weird little... So
2: we put one there and yeah. Yeah. It helped. all over. It uh, it felt good for me because, like we were talking about earlier, the community has been so good to us and it helped us generate foot traffic in those places. But it wasn't like pushy. It was like we were just showing people, like, hey, these are the places we like. And so it inevitably you go in a bull and you're like, ah, parking lot pie. And I'll take that looks really good. I'll take one of those, and so it was helping to help the local businesses as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. It sounds like a sounds like a fun fun, fun thing to do in April, in Vermont, because there's not a lot to do in Vermont in April. Yeah. Um, they, they didn't find it until June.
1: Yeah. This kid,
0: this kid Killian found it. And oh, uh, and he didn't get found till June.
1: Yeah. yeah. Wow, it's that it's is a, really a difficult scavenger time. hunt.
2: Yeah. yeah, I started questioning yeah. if I had, if we had made it too hard. I was yeah. like, Dah. but yeah, somebody found it. So
1: yeah. mm.
0: well, well done him. Um, well, uh, we got about time for one more song. Okay, cool. Right. So, what are you going to play us out with? Um, when we first moved up here,
2: uh, let me tune just real quick. Yeah, I'm sure. sorry. I don't want to. She calls me Anticlimactic Man all the time because I'll be at a show and I'll be telling the crowd about this song and then I'll stop to tune mm-hmm. and there's this weird silence. So, let me do the weird silence first and then you want to tell him what the song's about?
1: Um, okay, well, he always says that this song is about when we moved up here and feeling kind of lost. That's the song name, Lost. Um, and for him, the song is about uh, just kind of like how music has always sort of captured his soul. It's like this thing that he can't get away from. Um, for me, it's not really the same. But that's kind of what happens when you have two people that are writing a song together. Uh, you know, like I'll write a verse and he'll write a verse and they mean totally different things to you know like mine means something different to me and his means something different to him and I I think that's kind of that's the beauty of music right it can mean something different to every person that listens to it and even to the people who wrote it
0: yeah for sure Yeah. well it sounds like the the tuning is done so whenever you're ready
2: all right this loop pedal's unforgiving so if I mess it up bear with me
3: Ooh, I got you inside out Ooh, I got you now spinning like a record out Ooh, I got you inside out And I got this feeling, and it's sweet like honey And it sounds like fun, but it sticks like gum And it's thicker than blood and money Lost in translation, yeah, it made it But it faded like a radio station I could hear him say, Ooh, I got you now, spinning like a record up. Ooh, I got you inside Inside up. up. Ooh, I got you now, spinning like a record up.
0: Mad Moon, playing us out there. We've lost. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you in. Before I let you go, can you let us know uh, one, how to find your music, and two, where you won't be playing in the next few weeks?
2: Um, anywhere you listen to music, we're on everything. Um, we released the new album. Um, it's called "The Sound of Falling in Reverse." We've released two tracks off of that. We always, um, we're gonna keep the full album um, on the website if anybody wants to go check that out. Um but yeah, we release a couple singles off each album that people can listen to. Um and uh so County Line and Parking Lot Pie are our newest releases and both of those are very produced. They're they're more than just what you've heard here. Um and over the next few weeks we'll be at um we'll be in Littleton for the first Fridays. We'll we'll be at the Tap Room tomorrow. We'll be
1: at the Tap Room the Kingdom Tap Room in St. Johnsbury tomorrow. Saturday, we'll be at the Orange Run in East Burke.
2: With Mike Sundman,
1: who who is
2: a killer, killer guitarist. And if anybody comes to that for nothing else, check Mike out. He'll he'll melt your face off.
1: And then we'll be at First Friday on the 5th of August. And that's when we'll be on the main stage at 7 o'clock. That'll be exciting. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, we'll actually be playing two shows. We're going to be at the Danville Fair Mm -hmm. in Vermont. I think at 1.30. and then we'll be at the dispensary in Saint Johnsbury.
2: Nice, yeah. and you can catch us. I mean, we play regularly, like at Shillings. Um, uh,
1: uh, over in, like, the N.E.K. And
2: like yeah. <laughs> we play Red Barn, uh, Montpelier. We we uh, we have some shows at the Bare Naked Growler, and, and we're just kind of all over the place. So
1: Maybe we'll get up to Burlington sometime soon. Yeah,
2: that would be really cool. I'd love to come play a show here. If mm-hmm. anyone's listening that wants to book us, we're <laughs> all ears.
0: I'm sure you'll be able to find a, a couple of spots in uh, a few of the venues around here. But it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank you very much. Thanks for Thank having you. us. Thank you. At all. Appreciate it. Um... So that's all we've got time for tonight. You've got to check us out next week. Uh, Well, we've got a guest host, Rick Poleri, a very verbose man with many a story, and he'll be chatting with Bill Ellis. Um, So I'll be back on in a couple of weeks' time. But for tonight, this has been 105.9 The Radiator, The Rocket Shop. I've been your host, Tom Proctor, and good night.